Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for joining me for Talking Tuesdays with Carmelita. I am your podcast host, Carmelita McRoy. And I just want to say it's a terrific day, okay, this Tuesday. Um, I missed you guys last week, um, but had other things going on, so I had to miss the podcast. And I know I said I was going to stop missing, um, but you know what? Life happens, child. Life happens, honey. And then most of you moms on here, you understand that life happens but i am going to be more consistent i'm going to get on here because i do have some things i need to keep you know you abreast on and and to tell you about and we're still going to talk about things that are affecting the black community and our black families today we're going to talk about black black families and finances um we are black people are a race who spends the most money in retail (laughs) you know we always got to look good always (laughs) no matter the cost unfortunately it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. We're going to be clean. We can live in the projects, but we're going to be looking good. Okay. Uh, but at times we spend where we shouldn't spend. First of all, during the last five decades, and I'm just reading statistics here that I've looked up and I've, I've studied from the IRS, from uh, Forbes, from Black Enterprise and different things. For the last five decades, the black community has had limited access to building wealth for generations. This is a thing that I know that the millennials right now that they're trying to build generational wealth that goes on and on and on. But it's hard to do. It's not easy. Please stop letting these people on social media make you think that they're all making six figures. Yes, they might have made a hundred grand that year, but how much do they actually have in the bank? Because they probably had to put money out for the business. They had to take care of family. They had to do whatever they did. Had to pay people to work for them or whatever. So yes, you can make a hundred grand, but that don't mean you have a hundred grand. But then we go and we buy things to make us look like we still got this hundred grand, you know. We're going to get deep in that in a minute, though. But even before COVID-2019, national black poverty rate was more than double the white poverty rate. 22% compared to 9% average white family's wealth is eight times higher in wealth of an average black family. Eight times higher for white people than us. But we're spending all the money. You have to remember, we're spending trillions of dollars retail every year. So how is it that we're spending all this money, but yet we don't really have any? Good thing. We got to stop spending till we broke. We got to stop spending to impress people and they make people think we got it all going on. We have to learn how to build generational wealth. We need to start buying property. We need to start savings. We need to start putting money in trust funds, CDs, whatever the case may be that you feel is right for you. Stocks, investments, whatever. We're going to have to start doing it so that we can build generational wealth and not always be at the bottom trying to look rich when we're really not rich. According to, to the Federal Reserve, now this is the Federal Reserve in 2019, Hispanic and other races Medium net worth was higher than blacks. So you mean that everybody has more money than black people. The network and all. And I see, I know where they're talking about. They're talking about the Hispanics and other races. They're talking about a lot of the, you know, people y'all going to to get your nails done. They got money. They they get money. They come doing them nails and them toes. And they building wealth. But we putting out for our nails and toes every week. And we're not getting any richer. We haven't invested any money. I'm not saying there's nothing getting wrong with your nails and toes done. I get it done periodically. Most of the time I do it myself. But the point is, is that 
while you're putting that money out for that, have you invested any money somewhere? Have you put any money in savings? Have you um, tried to buy some property or whatever it is that you want to do? That My next thing is to buy property. That's what I'm trying to get at. I got to get some other things together because as people know, I was homeless. I lost everything. I had no job. I had no car. I had no place to stay. I had nothing. So I had to start from scratch in 2018. Start from scratch. And it has not been an easy road. Every time I think I'm getting ahead, something keeps knocking me down. But I keep going. And that's why I encourage you guys. And that's what the things that I've learned that I have to do and what I need to do that I'm trying to give to other people so I can get there. Now, I'm not stopping. I'm coming up, but I'm not where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? But I'm probably where I need to be. God sometimes takes you through some things so that you can come back up so you can tell people what I went through, how I'm coming back up, and what I'm doing. Now, I'm still not where I need to be because even though, if anybody, even y'all know my story and heard it in 2018, even though I got my place then, I started getting it back together, got me a job, blah, 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 all this, I was depressed. And so with depression, I could not focus on what I need to. That's another thing in the black community. Um, Your mindset affects your finances. I did a talk about that at a Comeback Champion Summit about how uh, your mindset affects your money. That's a true statement because if I'm depressed, I'm not making no money because my mind ain't focused on what I need to do, how I'm doing it, where I'm doing it, where I'm putting my money. I'm just when I'm depressed, I'll spend and not think about what I'm doing. And has anybody else felt that way? I know you you had to felt that way. I know I'm not the only one because that's why they say uh, shopping is retail therapy. A lot of people shop when they depress. That's part of why black people as a black community, we go out and do retail because you know what? When we feeling down and out, we get a few dollars, we go out to eat and we go buy some clothes and we feel good for the moment until the bills come back, till we see we ain't gain nothing, till we know car payment due. So we do a lot of that retail therapy when we shouldn't do. We need to find another means for it. But yes, being depressed, having mental issues will affect your money. And uh, I'm going to post that because I've been saying that. I, I said that the other day. I was going to post that talk that I did on that about the mindset and the money um, because it's such a true statement. If your mind not right, you're not going to do your money right. But for the National Federal Reserve to say that we making our net worth is less than other races, we already know it's less than, than white people. But I was really surprised that it was saying that we're less than Hispanic and other races. And believe me, they ain't lying because they know. They know who it is. Now, the gap started doing slavery, of course, and has continued. But you have to remember, <laughs> we had Black Wall Street in Tulsa. We had Seneca Village. We had the Summit um, neighborhood. We had all those neighborhoods of rich black people were coming up. And what did they do? The white man came and tore it down, uh, uh, pushed us out, killed us, everything else. So then we're starting from scratch again. So it wasn't like we didn't come up. Some of our ancestors had money. But the white man couldn't stand to see them have money, so they destroyed it. So then we're starting back from scratch again. Then some of us got discouraged, and we didn't pass it on to our children what to do next or anything. And then we just said, forget it. Let's just go get a job. Let's, well, let's go to college, get a job, and just retire. Work for them. That's what they want us to do. Because you do know that some of y'all are still in slavery working for the man. And I'm going to put it this way. like I, I'll work a job while I'm running my business, but that's not my priority. I'm going to work that job while I'm there. When I'm gone, I'm gone. I don't want to think about that job. And I do that basically now because of insurance, because it's hard. But that insurance ain't no joke, trying to pay for some insurance. And when you have dependents, you need your insurance, you know. So I have to do that and work my business. But it's okay for right now. 
Um, the thing is, is that I know that's not where I'm staying. And once I build my business up to where I can live off of my business and it's not just like this is extra money, then I can be able to stop doing that. But as of right now, um, a lot of us have to work our business and work a job because we don't have generational wealth or money that was handed down to us like the Kardashians, like the Kennedys, you know, like um the Gates family, they can be able to do their children and all that. Their children will have money to go start businesses and do what they need to do without going to a nine to five to build it up at that time. And that's what we're trying to do with our generation to have money there for them already where they can go and do that. You know, that um, we know that um, we have to teach our kids how to do that. You know, like even right now with me raising my granddaughters, I have to tell them all the time, you're not just going to go spend money just to be spending it. You're not just going to go waste money. That money needs to be saved. It needs to be invested. Something to make it bigger towards your business or whatever. But no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to get that mindset of just spending. Because, see, I spent cause a lot of time when I was depressed. I mean, I had to pay bills and it was gone anyway. But a little bit I had left. I would do it because I'm depressed and I felt better when I go buy something. Whether it was for me or the kids or whatever. Just to get out the house or just go get something to eat. And I still kind of do that. If I'm feeling down and out sometimes, I'll be like, let me go on out here and get something to eat. It. I ain't never been in this place before. I'm going to eat here. See what they food like. It's just a thing that makes me feel better, you know, that's why I got to be trying to lose this weight, okay? But all jokes aside, your mind got to be right for your money to be right. And a lot of black people's mind is not right, which is why our money ain't right. <laughs> Somebody catch that. Now, the gap has persisted because of systematic inequality, labor, housing, education, and that the justice system. Healthcare, all of that has steady kept us under the level of what white people make and in poverty. Education, they don't do in our schools, they don't give us what the other schools have. Uh, they tell us to get more parent involvement so we can get that. Um, I've been an involved parent since I can remember. I've seen other parents do it. They still won't do it. If it's in a predominantly black school, they lose out. One thing about it, a lot of the teachers there don't want to teach black students, but they're there because they can eat a job. <laughs> so that's an issue. Healthcare. A lot of us trying to stay on these jobs to get healthier, but some of them is killing us with the monthly payment. You taking most of our paychecks, so then we can be like, I can't get all this health care because I gotta pay bills and pay a car note and stuff. The justice system, they locking our men up. Daddies can't be there to take care of their kids. They want to lock them up for everything. So then you spend all this money. It's some people that when I worked at the court system, people would come and they always at court, always paying fines. Always, How you going to be trying to take care of your kids and your family when you steady paying fines? And some of it is their fault, but a lot of it is police just pulling them over because they black. Driving while black, as Martin said. So that's another thing that keeps us down. Now, when the black community does get money to invest, we spend it, majority, on material things to look wealthy. Why we want to look wealthy when we ain't wealthy? Why we uh carrying around uh Dooney and Burke purses and coach purses and we got two dollars or no money in our pocket? Mm, we gotta stop. We gotta stop having name bearing purses with no money in them. We definitely have to do that. And you know what? Don't get mad. Don't get mad at me because statistics say that blacks people spend trillion dollars a year in retail. But we have very few black wealthy families. That's a sad thing to say. Now, here's some challenges 
uh, of the problems and solutions. First of all, lack of financial literacy. A lot of us don't have any financial literacy. I didn't have any till I was in my 40s. I'm just going to admit it till I was in my 40s when I started reading books about finances and how to save and how to do different things. I didn't know it. Nobody taught it to me. Like I said, it was always go to college, get a job, retire. It was nothing about how to build wealth from there that my kids can have with or my grandchildren can have with. It was none of that. I didn't learn that to myself. And that's what we have to teach our children about building wealth and getting businesses and whatever it is that they need to do. You know, everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur. We got to stop making everybody think they're supposed to be an entrepreneur because it's totally not true. We have lower incomes than everybody else. I worked for HR before. I know a white man and a black man can have the same position and the black man will get paid less. I saw it for myself. Limited home ownership. They don't ever want to give us a home. And when they do, they sky high their, their interest rate on it to where you end up getting the foreclosed on or you barely eating or paying for anything else because you're trying to keep this house. So very few blacks get into the housing market because it's like, well, yeah, that mortgage is going to be too high. You know, difficult to build savings. I know as a single mom raising, I've raised eight children. I had six children on my own. It was very difficult for me to build a savings. Every time I put money in the savings, I had to go and buy something else. I had to get something. The kids needed something. My car broke down. It's so hard for us to do a savings. You know, we see black families working. They work in two jobs and they still ain't getting ahead. Because we steady working for somebody else and they steady taking taxes, money. We got stuff going on. It's just, it's just, oh my God. And then the redlining was an early form of racism and still exists where the mortgage rates are higher in certain neighborhoods and, you know, for blacks. Because the redlining is they, they kept blacks from buying homes, you know, because you go to these neighborhoods and then they, these, um, the ones that have the HOAs, a lot of them want to know who's moving in. So if you got a predominantly white neighborhood and you see a black person, they want to know who's moving in. They're going to approve whether you move in or not. They were doing this long ago, but it was really bad then. But then, you know, people start making laws and talking about discrimination and getting suits and all that. They stop. But how many of y'all know they still doing it? Come on now. You know, if it's a predominantly white neighborhood, they want to know what you're doing, what your job is, all of that. Who moving in and whether you're going to get approved for that house or not. I know they do. I know they still do it. Blacks still are not hired as fast as whites and are not being paid their salaries. We are not, probably never will. People say don't talk negative. I'm not talking negative. I'm just talking real. I don't think they're ever going to want to pay us, you know, or be able to pay or want to pay us what their white people are getting paid. They're not going to do it. Education, as I said, plays a large part of the struggle. Not that everyone has to go to college, but more blacks need to read about um, obtaining wealth. And reading starts in school. A lot of black people can't read. Or when they read it, they don't understand what they're reading. Why do you think these celebrities signing contracts? Just They tell me, we're going to give you $70,000 right now. Today, we're going to write your check for it. Sign on the line. You're going to do us three albums. They sign that. They don't realize they signed their life away to the devil. All the stuff that they signed up, they didn't even read it. Because you know why? The one thing, they didn't understand it. And then if you want to go to a lawyer, you ever saw that story about TLC? When they wanted to get a lawyer and stuff, then they were... You know, kind of like, uh, I think she kind of like blackballed them and everything after that or trying to, you know, throw them to the side because they were mad because they wanted to get a lawyer to read the contract. You should be able to read the contract. Uh, Destiny's Child, same thing happened to them. Latoya and Octavia wanted a lawyer to read their contract and Matthew Knowles got mad. 
because they own you when you don't read them contracts because there's stuff in there that you don't know. So that's where we hurt ourselves, too, because we don't read. OK, but what I want to do is give you some tips to help you along the way. I'll tell you, first of all, using a financial advisor can help, whether it's a online financial advisor, whether it's a one in person. It helps. It helps to use one. It helps to budget. You can get all kinds of budget um, apps. You can always get budget sheets, whatever you need to budget. We have got to learn how to budget as a black people and budget for what we need, like vacations and stuff. Yes. Put your money away for a vacation. Don't just say when I get this check, I'm going to use it. No, you don't want to use your whole check for no vacation. You need to take vacations. You need to get away. But make sure you're putting the money away. Next year, we're going to go here. I'm going to put this amount away every single week for this vacation. I'm going to put this money away here for me and new car. We have to start saying this is what this account is for. This is what this money is for. We have to get local bank accounts. So many black people do not have local bank accounts. That's crazy. We've got to do better, people. And a lot of it is because uh, I, I ain't going to be, I say I haven't done it before. We overdraft on our accounts and they close it out because we was like, we need to get that bill paid. And I had to do it. But praise God. And I thank him that I done paid every bank I owe. And now I have four bank accounts and they're in good standing. And they're going to stay in good standing because that's a goal that I said I'm having. I'm never going to be broke another day in my life. I may not be a millionaire, but I'm not going to be broke another day in my life. And I mean that. We need to have emergency funds and saving funds. You know, they say your savings could be three times your salary. A lot of us don't have that. A lot of us don't even have a, one <laughs> a whole pay period in savings. But we should. This is what I started doing as a single mom. I started saving all my change, of course, and putting that in this big old jar thing. But I started saving dollars first because I saw this girl do a challenge about saving dollars and how much she had at the end of each month. And then she did the whole year. She never spent it. Then I started doing a dollar and five dollars. And believe me, it helps, especially if you're a single mom and you always got something coming up and you don't have anybody else to depend on. Honey, you go back and look at that little shoebox and them dollars and five dollars. Kids need something. Oh, okay, let me get this $10 out of here. Okay, let me get this out of here. And you ain't got to touch none of your money nowhere else. I'm telling you, try it, do it. It works. Plan for retirement. Nobody told me how important it was to plan for retirement until I started uh, looking at my mom's situation and how she barely has any money for retirement. We really need to, if we're going to put our money in 401k, if we're going to put our money in Roth accounts, if we're gonna, we need to do that. We really do. We really do. Ask for raises. I never have asked for a raise in any job I've been in. I think I kind of felt scared to ask for a raise. You know, they would tell you they're going to give you a raise. So you just sat back and waited on that raise, you know. And then I always said, too, I didn't go back and get a degree or nothing. So I felt like I couldn't go and ask for a raise. But you know what? I gave them 110% when I'm working there. And I should have. I shouldn't have been scared to ask for a raise. White people do it all the time, you know. I remember this one job. I really was working hard for them. I stay late. I do extra whatever. And they told me they like I was gonna get the, a raise. And I didn't know I was gonna get a raise. I asked for one. They said, We're gonna give you a raise. It was twenty eight cents. At that time, that year was the year I knew I had to do something. I could never ever focus on somebody else's employment again, their job, their business. Cause I was making them rich and they gave me twenty eight cents and I know this company made millions of dollars. You couldn't even give me two dollars. 28 cents was an insult. Look at housing programs. 
whether it's uh, the tax write-offs for apartments or whether first-time home buyer plans, grant money, whatever, to own a home. That's what I am in the process of doing right now. Get your credit right. Make sure you check your credit report. Credit card, you can check all the time. They're not always right, though, for what people pull. But they're close to it. I, 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 did, I tested it. It's close to it. Get your credit right. The credit report. And, and when they do something wrong, threaten them with the FC, um, RP. What is it? The FCR? Federal Credit Reporting. Yeah. So, you need to... Contact them when they're doing something wrong. Because these credit bureaus, they, they about a sham, too. I'm about sick of them. Because your credit score will go all the way up to 600. And this, you know, they'll be trying to throw something on there to take you back down. I just, sometimes I'll be saying, that they, do they do the black people like that? I don't know. But they do it. Your credit score will go all the way up. Because it happened to me. And then they say, I know they're throwing something on here. I'll be like, wait a minute, where'd that come from? Mm-mm. This was like, how many years ago? Take that back off of there. You're not going to be adding this right now. No, you're not. <laughs> But, you know, check on it. Check your credit report. Because they hold us back with them credit reports. Now, unfortunately, we rely a lot on student loans for college. So what you want to do and start your kids to prepare them in elementary so they can go to middle school and high school to get good grades, play sports so they can get them scholarships. Even if they don't want to play basketball or they don't want to play football or volleyball or track or whatever it is, put them in it anyway because they can get scholarships to go to school. So the kids of ours that want to go to college, they can go and get scholarship money, grant money so that they don't have to pay for it and they don't have this high debt. Because that's one of the things that I read about my black families is that we have so much student loan debt. We have the highest level of student loan debt because our parents didn't have money to put away for college or they didn't know to put away for college because they never been to college. You understand? Stop blaming your parents for everything. Maybe we, maybe a parent didn't know they needed to save for college. Maybe they didn't have enough money out of their paycheck to put money away for college. But nobody wants to hear that. Everybody want to blame somebody. So just know that, you know, look for black programs that help black families buy homes, invest and start businesses. They are out there. There are programs. If you look it up, look for programs to help black families and just put whether you want to buy a home, you want to invest or you want to start a business. They have them out there. If you go to Google, I looked it up. Um, I don't have all of them in front of me, so I don't want to start naming them all. But there are a lot of them out there. And maybe I'll do something else on finance next week, next week and maybe give you guys um, the list of the places that do help black families with those different things. I mean, that's what I'm going to do the podcast on next week. I'm going to keep it going with the finances. And I'm going to give you some list of uh, some resources that help black families in those areas. But we've got to get our credit right. we got to get a savings. we got to start for our retirement. we got to ask for raises. we got to get a financial advisor or start using the budget. Uh, we got to have an emergency fund. And we're going to have to start getting our kids set up right, making school important. So they can get scholarships. So when they want to go to college, they can go to college. Not everybody is supposed to go to college, but everybody needs to trade. Don't get, these people need to quit making these people think they're going to get rich and make six figures on being an entrepreneur with nothing behind them. I'm sorry, with black people, we're going to have to have something behind us. You're going to need a trade, certification, or something behind you. If not a college degree, you're going to need it. You really are going to need it. So I hope this helped you guys today. Thank you for joining me. Hey, make sure that you sign up for my my uh, coaching sessions at www.carmelinamcroy.org. I have one of the mom success sessions. That is one of my number one um, 
uh, products that I have and services at the uh, Mom Success Sessions. I'm going to help you in all areas of your life to create the life that you want, that you know you deserve as a, as a mom. Um, getting unstuck, not feeling mom guilt, but learning how to work your business or go to work and uh, raise your children effectively without anxiety and being overwhelmed also any mom that has lost a child i have a new prayer group um a mother's heart prayer group that i've started uh go to my website sign up for it so i can send you the link to we have prayer calls on thursday mornings at eight o'clock so make sure that you um join that as well and i just want to tell you guys that you know it's been great uh, you have been a great audience for the last two years that I've been on here. We're going to bigger and better things going into 2023. I got some amazing things for you guys. But until next Tuesday, as I always say, expect it, believe it, receive it. God bless.